Have you been listening to the show and wondering how you could become a sponsor? Are you an artist, an entrepreneur, a self-published author? Maybe you have your own small business? To find out more, you can go to www.bookinterrupted.com sponsorship. We'd love to hear from you. Parental guidance is recommended because this episode has mature topics and strong language. Here are some moments you can look forward to during this episode of Book Interrupted. I'm Lindsay, and I'm excited to be part of Book Interrupted. And we're doing a book on time management, and we're all like, we haven't started, we're late, this is happening. Eventually, they're kind of snarly, like, I need time to do my things. Well, for me, it's really hard because I don't ever want to get out of bed. I don't know, sometimes I feel like my most creative time is that time when everybody else is asleep. Felt like there was like the race against the clock as we get into like adulting. Lindsay, this is Leah. (laughs) (laughs) without being disrupted mind body and soul Welcome to Book Interrupted, a book club for busy people to connect and one that celebrates life's interruptions. Hi, I'm Sarah. I started Book Interrupted and asked the closest people to me to be part of it. First, I asked my sister. Hi, I'm Meredith, the sister. My first friend. Hi, I'm Kim, the first friend. My old roommate. Hi, I'm Lindsay, the old roommate. My high school friend. Hi, I'm Kara, the high school friend. My good friend and Kara's sister. That's me. Hi, I'm Leah, Sarah's friend, Kara's sister, and the final member of Book Interrupted. If you'd like to join along, this book cycle is from October 24th to November 28th. It's our fan Lindsay's book pick, and we're reading 4% Fix by Karma Brown. How to find guilt-free time for what you really want to do and why it matters. How would you use this one hour, only 4% of your day, to change your life? The 4% Fix, How One Hour Can Change Your Life by Karma Brown was published in December 2020. Brown is a Canadian award-winning journalist and best-selling author of five novels. This is Brown's first non-fiction book. On Twitter, she refers to herself as survives on coffee, thrives on deadlines. She also co-wrote the newly released holiday rom-com, The Holiday Swap, with Marissa Stapley under the name Maggie Knox. All right, so it's personal journal time. Let's see what the members of Book Interrupted thought outside the group. Hello, my name is Lindsay. I'm the fan for Book Interrupted this session. We're reading The 4% Fix, and I'm really excited to read this book because I love personal development, time management, anything that makes me more productive as a person, as a mom, as a wife, as an employee. I also have a blog called homeunderclutter.com and it's a blog about everything and anything that comes to organizing and decluttering and all of that pertains to time management. So I was really excited to find this book, uh, The 4% Fix. I'm really excited reading the back of it. It talks about using an hour of your day a little bit better and a little bit more 
efficiently. And if there's anything that I need, it's a finding a way to use my time more efficiently. I always have a never ending to do list and too much to do. So I am very excited about finding new ways to make sure that I can use my time and control it all and make sure that I can get by. So this is my personal journal for the 4% fix. I've read a little bit of the book and this is just right up my alley. I'm not sure how much I actually need this book because I feel like me and the author are similar people. I, I already do these things, but I always really love reading a book that like reinforces my own personality. I actually just re re recently read a book called Atomic Habits and it's very similar except for it's not based on like a little bit based on his personal experience, but more that he's a writer about creating habits where this is more about her personally. I also like the tone of the book. She seems very relatable. Yeah, so hopefully there is some things in here that I don't know and tricks and things like that that helps me add more things to my life, but I don't normally have that, that issue with that actually. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's time for our next fam book, The 4% Fix. I'm not entirely sure what this book is about. I think it might be about time management, which is great for me. I love reading about time management. I have a tendency to bite off more than I can chew. I love to say yes. I hate saying no to things because when I say no, I just feel so negative and sad. When I say yes, I feel happy and excited. However, then I find I don't have as much time to do everything I want to do. So this book is probably, hopefully going to be really good for me, or maybe it'll be good for me for a short period of time. Uh, that tends to be more my style. I get really into something and then once I'm done doing it, I move on. So I have not bought the book yet, uh, which maybe shows some poor time management skills. I took a part-time job recently and filled in the spare time that I had my life. And so I kind of, things started piling up and I felt a little bit overwhelmed. So again, maybe this book would be good for me. I'm excited to have a fan on again. I like that it, we get different conversation. It changes it up a bit. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, if anybody needs time management, it's probably me. I don't work very much. And yet I find that I don't have all the time in the day to do all the things that I want to do, so. Thank you, Lindsay, for picking this book. Oh, now we have two Lindsays on the group. We're going to have to do something about that. So this is my third attempt at this personal journal because I have been bamboozled with a toddler the last few times. And now I feel as though I've lost all my steam to do this in a fun and exciting way. I've read a little bit of the book and it sounds like just what the doctor ordered. I need to carve out some space that's my own uh, in a day. I've been working on this goal for like a year now, pretty much since the second lockdown in Canada or in Ontario, because, you know, it's hard to have your own space and when you're uh, kind of full-time parenting and setting up maybe some personal boundaries have, has been challenging. It feels like this book will help me maybe to find the motivation I really need to carve out that, I guess, 4% of my day that I would like to devote to personal 
mental health time, whether that's journaling, whether that's meditating, whether that's yoga, whether that's going for a walk, a jog, just that shift that might set me up with some better intentions for the day because I'm feeling a little rattled. I don't know if you can tell. It's possibly the twitch in my eye. (laughs) I'm done though. I feel so done today. I'm so over it. It seems like the only way to carve out that time, I guess, is to get up at now 5 a.m. Because 6 a.m. isn't enough. And I feel tired even thinking about it. But I'm tired anyways, so there you have it. So, I'm hoping this book will help me find some motivation to carve out that time. Because though sleep is important, it's also important to have a little bit of mental space to just be a little bit quiet. For just maybe the hopefully the start of my day and I very much look forward to that and I'm sorry if I'm coming across super bitchy in this personal journal it's because I'm about to scream so uh, wish me luck see you on the next one bye so today I'll be talking about the book the 4% fix by karma brown I haven't read the book. This was a recommendation from one of our fans. Thank you, Lindsay R. Prior to picking up the book, I was under the impression that this book was going to help me with reorganizing like my closet, my living space, giving me some great sort of ideas on how to you know, just simplify living. I had come up with like a whole story in my head to be quite frank, um, about, I'm like, oh, I'm sure it's about like this whole minimalist movement. This is going to be great. I need to know all about this. The book arrives and I'm reading like the front and back cover and what it's about. I'm like, wait a second. This isn't about how to organize my closet on any level. This is about how to take advantage of, well, for some people, the wee hours of the morning or for others just another point in time in their day like one hour exclusively to self just to really help with productivity i gotta admit folks uh my ego liza she came out and i was like i don't need to read this book this is what i help people do for a living i know all about implementing change in one's life i have been waking up at 5 a.m for almost 10 years now and a real ugly side of myself came out i didn't like that but then I caught myself and I heard uh, that I am better than thou voice. I caught it and I was like, wait a second. And I'm familiar enough with this part of myself now uh, to know that when I act like there is no more learning to be done in an area, that that's actually an indication for me to lean in, use that growth mindset, open up the old noggin and get curious again. So, uh, yeah, all cards on the table, folks. I was being a real, I don't even know what to call myself, but I just didn't like it. But I was pleased that I was able to catch myself uh, and kind of get on board again. And uh, now I'm looking forward to reading what this book is actually about. So we will find out. Here we go. This is our fan book choice by... Someone who has my name, Lindsay, who's our fan for this series. Uh, So welcome, Lindsay. 
And uh, this book is a bit about, from what I can tell, about uh, finding that 4% of extra time in order for you to be able to do things that you love. Not to accomplish more in your work or not to do the dishes or not to do anything else, but to do something that you love and you're passionate about, whatever that is. And uh, I just read the intro and she talks about getting up at five in the morning. Like, no, no, I doubt that's going to happen. You never know. I'm, I'm up for a challenge. But uh, five in the morning, literally, she says it in the book too. She's like, she used to think five in the morning was the middle of the night. And I really do think five in the morning is the middle of the night. I say it all the time. Laird and I always joke, oh, middle of the night. Even when it's like eight in the morning, I'm like middle of the night still. Um, I love to sleep in and I love to sleep, which I'm sure I've talked about before. But anyways, I'm always up for a challenge to be able to accomplish things that I love to do. I'm always, even though I have a ton of time and I do devote a lot of time to my passion projects, I'm not so good at finishing my passion projects, uh, as I've also said before. So I am uh, looking forward to reading this because I'm hoping it gives me motivation to finish my book and finish uh, my paintings. And well, I do finish my paintings sometimes, but finish my book and finish all those other projects. Finish learning Italian. And, you know, I don't know, I probably have 10 or 15 things that I love to do that I'm always working on and never finishing. So yes, so go 4% fix, go Lindsay. Go, Ms. Karma Brown, teach me. The 4% fix, oh. I just got a bonus bookmark from my 4% fix book. How one hour can change your life. That sounds lovely. And I'm sure that there is something to it. I hope that I'll like it. This isn't a normal book choice for me. It's not my book choice, but this isn't a book I would normally choose for myself but I'm up for it. I do uh, value self-help and learning. So it's not totally outrageous for a book pick of, of, of something that I would read, but it's more about organizing your life and maybe time management even. Let's have a look at the back and see what it says. How to find guilt-free time for what you really want to do. Well, who wouldn't want that? Do you feel like you're always busy? Even as your to-do list continues to grow? Do you think that you can't keep up as it is, let alone add another thing to your plate? Hmm, I don't feel like that. However, let's read on. An award-winning journalist, avid reader, and new mom, Karma Brown dreamed of writing her first novel, but between diapers and tight deadlines, how could she? Like so many of us, she felt stretched, taut, and hyper-scheduled. Her time, a commodity over which she had lost control. For Brown, the answer to this problem was to rise earlier every day and to use that time to write. Although she experienced missteps along the way, after committing to her alarm clock and an online community of early risers, she completed a debut novel that became a national bestseller. In The 4% Fix, Karma Brown reveals the latest research about time management and goal setting and shares strategies that have worked for her as well as for others. Refreshingly, her jargon-free approach doesn't include time-tracking spreadsheets, tips on how to squeeze in yoga exercises while cooking dinner, or methods that add bulk to those never-ending lists. How will you use this one hour, only 4% of your day, to change your life? Interesting. So I'm not into getting up any earlier, if that's what this book is about, because forget that. Um, it's funny, too, the point where it says... Um, 
how to squeeze in yoga yoga exercises while cooking dinner. I think that Leah will resonate with this too. We both do that. We're like in the shower doing squats or we do that. We add things into our day already so that we don't have to do them at a separate time. I can go back to me specifically. Like I don't like working out for the sake of working out. I would much rather get my exercise from playing a team sport or I used to waitress. That was a major factor in choosing that was that it was also my exercise or walking to work. I used to be able to do this where I could walk to work and that 20 minute walk, you know, uphill was my exercise. That was so perfect for me. Oh man, I wish the days that I could walk to work or even waitress. I was walking to work waitressing. So that was like major. Now I sit down and drive. Anyway, the point is I like to combine things or, or use my time in those ways. And she's not suggesting that. So it'll be interesting to see what she's suggesting. But if it's like get up an hour earlier, man, that's going to be tough. There's another podcast called By the Book. And they read a book where somebody suggested that and they did it. And I, I think one of them was uh, less into it than the other. But anyways, I wonder if this is that same book. But I feel like theirs was called like the 5 a.m. whatever. Like it's like just get up at five. Anyways, it'll be interesting to see. I'm scared. And I hope that the challenge for this book cycle isn't to get up an hour earlier because I might not like that. <laughs> I was going to say because I'm not doing it, but I might do it maybe one time. Okay. 4% fix. Personal journal one. Kim out. This interruption is brought to you by Unpublished. Do you want to know more about the members and Book Interrupted? Go behind the scenes? Visit our website at www.bookinterrupted.com. Book Interrupted. This interruption is like the opposite of an interruption. My sister mom came to visit and they insisted that my husband and I go away for the weekend and we decided to go camping. And this is the first time that we've been away without kids since my oldest was born so for context that was about six years ago I didn't really realize how wonderful it was going to be and how relaxing and the tent feels so big and I'm sleeping so well and we can just take the canoe out whenever we want anyway it was really nice and I think that next time we have people come to visit maybe we'll try to sneak away for a getaway again book interrupted Let's listen in to this episode's group discussion. Okay, so I'm Lindsay, and I'm excited to be part of Book Interrupted. I chose the book, The 4% Fix, because I'm super duper passionate about personal development and learning more about time management and trying to organize my own time better, being a mom and a wife and a homeowner and an employee, and I'm starting my own blog, and it's all kind of hard to manage my own time. We got a new puppy through COVID. So of course my time is very limited. So if I can get better use of an hour of my time, then I am very excited about that. That's why I chose it really. That's great. Welcome mm -hmm. Lindsay. Thank Lindsay, you. What is the name of Welcome. your blog you're starting? Uh, it's called Home Under Clutter and can be found mm -hmm. at homeunderclutter.com. And it's all about decluttering, organizing your time, organizing your family, organizing your house, getting rid of a whole bunch of stuff and choosing what matters in your life. Cool. I love that. Love it. So mm -hmm. applicable to basically all adults. I try to keep it. Yeah. In the modern world. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Pretty much. And am I right in, I kind of remember in um, one of our offshoot chats with the group that you were not always an organized person. 
I was not, no. Um, I have in the past acquired a whole lot of stuff and generally swimming or drowning in stuff. And I also have forgotten important dates, like even doctor's appointments and whatever in the past. So it kind of stems from me trying to become better because I'm aware of my faults and my deficiencies in that category and have tried to make it better ever since, uh, I don't know, ever since forever, really. <laughs> ever since that like really important appointment was missed. Exactly. You're like, oh, I got to do something now. <laughs> got to change myself. <laughs> yeah. No, that's my favorite kind of person. The person who's an asshole but knows they're an asshole. <laughs> 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 Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm sure you're not an asshole, but you're some kind of, you're some level of asshole. Welcome to Book Interrupted, Lindsay. <laughs> In some, yeah, apparently to doctors, when it comes to a doctor, you're an asshole. Yeah. All, and all other parts of life, you're nailing it. You're super sweet. <laughs> Lindsay, yeah. this is Leah. <laughs> yeah. We've got to beat you down. Yes. I think it's so funny that all like I was late and Kara's eating and all of this stuff's happening and they had to fix their room and all this stuff and we're doing a book on time management and we're all like (laughs) we haven't started we're late this is happening so well that's part of what I try to focus on in my blog because life happens you can't be prepared for absolutely everything so that it's okay if everything goes sideways yeah absolutely have you guys found over COVID COVID, this has come up for me there's always felt like there was like the race against the clock as we get into like adulting and like what you were saying Lindsay like trying to manage like being a partner a mother there's a new puppy and all these things right but over COVID in particular I have it's like I'm allergic now to clock time and calendar time like it just pisses me the frig off and I don't know if that's because We feel like we don't have our normal spaces that we can go to because everything is like all operations are done out of the home now, you know, and people are around everywhere. So yeah, thank you for choosing this book because I needed to revisit some things about, I was like, I need to take the power back and not just be so rebellious and being like, screw you calendar and clock, you know, and just have it like, so that we're working together again. Mm-hmm. I just got a picture of like Kara holding her calendar <laughs> clock and like skipping through a field or something. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Now we're working together. I love strong visuals like that that are like silly ridiculous. Now we're working together again. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> so did you read the book yet, Lindsay? Like have you finished reading 4% Fix? I have finished it, yes. It was actually hard to do my personal journal because I had to remember what I felt like at the beginning of the book. Yeah, I I think that I did mine before because I went to do it today and I saw it was already there. So I was like, hey, good for me. I'm kind of 4% fixing it and I didn't even know. (laughs) Well, I really love this. um, I love this book, like the idea of the chose, because I know a lot of us are into different creative things and she's really into, from what I've read, I only read the first few chapters, but the idea of finding that 4% not to do your emails or to clean the house or to do whatever, but to find that extra time in order to do something that you're passionate about, whether it's learning a language or, you know, reading a book or whether it's, uh, you know, writing a book or whether, you know, whatever it is, finding something that's going to, I think the chapter I just read is something like put your own oxygen mask mask on first. 
So the idea of like, you know, feed your soul first so then you can help other people. And I love that, love that idea because I always need extra time to do my creative things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of times you think, okay, well, I'll do something for me at the end of the day. That's one of the things she mentioned in that chapter. And it's like, if you do it for yourself first, you feel like, okay, I gave to me and now I have the capacity to give to others. And if you wait till the end of the night, sometimes you're just like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm just going to go to sleep or I'm just going to whatever, right? And you don't actually do the thing for you anymore because you're just too tired to do it. And then you kind of feel, yeah, like angry at everyone by the next, like if that continues, eventually they'll kind of snarly, like I need time to do my things. And then if, you know, you wouldn't have that because you did, you took care of yourself first. Yeah. Well, and I found for me, it was really hard to get into fitness. Like it was really hard to find time for that. Before COVID, I could just go while the kids were in school to the gym or whatever. But with my husband working from home and with the morning routine, like it just didn't work. And so for me, it was more about trying to get in a workout or trying to get in something like that. And I didn't want to do that at the end of the day or even halfway through the day. And that's the perfect example, like you were saying, Sarah, about feeding yourself first. And even you, Schweitz, you said uh, the oxygen mask principle. And it's just that, like, it's all about feeding yourself first and then you're prepared to take on the world. I'm curious to hear, I folded the page down on the chapter when she said like, well, so what's worth getting out of bed for? And I thought that I would pose that question to the group because I thought we would all have a variety of interesting answers. Yeah, that's a good question. You go first, Kim. Well, for me, it's really hard because I don't ever want to get out of bed. So it has to be something really good. I was like, I don't, nothing is worth getting out of bed for. I only want to stay in bed, especially in the morning, (laughs) Mm -hmm. all the way until the mid to potentially afternoon. (laughs) Like, I don't want to get out of bed. There's a whole bunch of reasons for that. I stay up too late doing my, my own time thing, but I'm not doing anything worthy of anything. I'm just like binge watching TV. <laughs> I don't know. And so when I was thinking about posing this question, I don't know what my answer is that is a good answer, like uh, something that makes me passionate or whatever. But I do have, like I, I can warm up to the answer of just to get up to read a book. That kind of enticed me. I don't know if I want to get out of bed to do it at five in the morning. Mm-hmm. But anyways, my point is that it was like no pressure because I'm really gun shy of, okay, yeah, for my health, right? Like for me or, and then, you know, fitness. And cause I want to do my fitness as soon as possible as well. I want to like fold it into something I'm already doing. Like I'm really fitness averted, if that's a word. <laughs> so then the pressure, like she talks about in the book, like then you feel like you might fail and then you don't even get out of bed. Right. So I like the baby, the idea of the baby step of like, get out of bed to do something that you actually want to do, like warm up in that way first and just read a book and there's no pressure there. And then maybe you can do a sit up the next time. (laughs) One only though. There's, um, I read a book called Atomic Habits and he suggests to create a habit to tag on things you don't enjoy doing with things you do enjoy doing to entice you. So yeah, like for instance, let's say it's read a book that you're allowed after you read one chapter of the book, you have to do burpee. Do you know what I mean? Like little, little things. And he suggests too, just like her baby step it. Cause if you do extreme, you'll quit. Like it won't create a real habit. If you do too extreme, if you like baby step it, then eventually you're like, Oh, I'll do burpee every time I read a page. And then all of a sudden reading and exercise is like intertwined or whatever it is. 
I like that same principle too with uh, getting prepared to get up early when she's like, you know, you don't have to go to bed super early now. Just go to bed 10 minutes earlier and just wake up 10 minutes earlier. I like it's all super safe because every time you read any concept she's presenting right away, you're like, ah, and then she's like, but don't worry. We'll do it in this super duper easy, non-failable way first. Yeah. And you're like, oh, maybe I could do that. Hmm. And then you're like lulled back into participating. <laughs> she really sets up the reader, yeah, to the best of her ability for success by like uh, making it so micro, even the chapters. She makes them so slim. I felt like a winner every time because I was like, finished a chapter. And that's not always the case when you go to like sit down and read a book. Like I hate having to stop when I haven't completed a chapter. And this one I was like, I'm completing every chapter when I sit down to read this book. Another one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, Kara, you're talking. Oh, no, I was just going to say Kara should do next. Oh, yeah, for sure. So the question is like, what is, what would get me going to get out of bed if I'm feeling like, oh, I don't want to? What's worth getting out of bed for? You already get out of bed real mm-hmm. early. Yeah. I'm already like a 5 a.m. or She's a crazy early already. Okay. You're already early riser. Uh, but I learned things. Uh, I'm not done reading the book, but I did learn different things like what Schweitz was saying. Her whole focus on making that precious time all about your creativity. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't have to check the emails. I don't like checking the emails. Why would I start my day that way? So I love that whole, uh, I don't know, like just reframe on it. I feel excited again, because sometimes even though I have been waking up at 5 a.m. for way too long, it's exciting again. So I think the thing that would kind of like get me out of bed is just uh, with this new information and knowledge is to be able to indulge in my curiosities. I find that it's really hard if you have to like just find like, what is that one thing I'm passionate about? Like sometimes that takes a while to figure out or I find uh, as of late, it seems like it's on trend to do purpose work. Well, again, sometimes like we think, well, will my purpose be divinely sent to me? Or maybe we have a number of purposes. So I feel much more excited about just following my curiosity. Because if you follow your curiosity, you're going to discover what you're passionate about. And you're going to discover your purpose, whether that is one thing or many things. So I just love it. I've already redone how I'm going to do my mornings now. Tomorrow will be the first time I implement these plans and I can't wait. I'm like, oh my God, it's like me time. I get to do whatever the frig I want. So you don't feel like you need to get up earlier because you're already getting up at five and doing your day. You know what I mean? You're just going to rearrange your beginning. Yes. I'm going to rearrange my beginning to not include any business. No business. Does it have to be in the morning? If you're like KJ is a night person. Yeah, I'd say do it at night. Well, that's what the book. Could your 4% be, Lindsay, you've read the whole book. Like, is there a... I think that she says it can be like when works for you, but I think she's lobbying for that that first slice of the cake, Uh. like in the very beginning of the day. And there's a whole bunch of arguments around how as you go throughout the day, slices are given out. So you may miss your 4% if you choose to try to place it later. So while she doesn't say you must, she definitely is persuasive about probably giving it a serious consideration. Right, like when are you most likely to give up? It's like if you if you 
have an empty bucket by the end of the day and you never filled it up, then you're probably more likely to give it up at the end of the day. Just be like, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to watch TV. Right? Like, that's kind of what happens to us. We're just like, let's just watch a show. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like my most creative time is that time when everybody else is asleep, though, you know? Like, that's when my... Sometimes I come alive. Yeah, you do come away. Yeah. You're like dad. After 6 p.m., you start to be like, oh, I'm getting ready. And then by 9, 10 p.m., you're like, energized, you know? I think that's what the author's saying. She's saying that in the mornings... Nobody's sending you emails. Nobody's nobody's awake in her life. So she is able to be quiet without anybody. And focused on whatever she needs to do. But you and I are Nighthawks. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. 2 a.m. That's me. She does say in the beginning somewhere that this is, you don't have to do it her way necessarily. It's just about the concept of choosing you. So she's saying you don't necessarily have to get up at five, but... Here's some good reasons why. Yeah, here's some good reasons if you're like me. For instance, for me, when I when we decided to do Book Interrupted, I didn't know anything about podcasting or <laughs> any of this. So then I needed to take courses, and the only time I could do it, I got up at six, not five, but I got up at six and do it. I did it. But then once the kids went back to school, I did it during the day. Like I didn't get up at mm. six anymore. But it was, I was excited. I didn't feel like, oh, six was too early or anything. Mm -hmm. It's all about just taking it that hour and giving it to yourself and doing whatever you want with it. So if you needed to do it at night for whatever reason, and that's better for you, I think that she would support that just as long as you're giving yourself that time. Is the morning your time, Lindsay R? Right now? It's not the morning. It's 630 at night. No, but is your is the time for your hour in the morning? Oh, for, yes. Not what time yes. is it right now? <laughs> Oh, sorry. I was like, oh. <laughs> Lindsay, what time is it where I you I thought are? it was kind of a weird question. <laughs> I, I don't have a watch. Where are you in the world? Where are you? <laughs> I'm right outside your window. <laughs> I was like, that's specific. 6.30 p.m. every day? What a busy time to have your hour. Sounds like happy hour. <laughs> I instantly went to it like, oh, we're interrupting her. Her precious time. <laughs> yeah. Her special time. <laughs> I know. I kind of felt bad for it. I was Sorry. Like, oh, no, I try to Sorry. do it at five. I find like even 530 is sometimes good too. But yeah, I find the earlier that I can wake up in the morning, as long as I go to bed early enough. But my nighttime is usually wasted. So to me, when I was reading the book, the, the 5 a.m. idea was great because I was like, yeah, well, I waste every night. So like, what do you mean? Well, I just watch TV and I yeah. like play on my phone and do things yeah. that are unproductive. Like I don't think about my next day or I don't prepare for it at all or whatever. And then the day starts. And if the kids wake up before me, then I'm cranky and I'm like, no, wait, I didn't get my time. Like this book came to me at like a really, I don't know what that word is, like coincidence, but you know what I mean? No, like at a, like a really important time. Like Serendipitous. Yes. Yeah. Because I was already thinking that my habits were not helping me like not making me feel good potentially even making me feel bad because I was literally I'd like would stay up and watch tv but I wouldn't even be watching tv I would be on my phone also playing a game so like this double whammy of blue light and then I would go to bed and still like not be able to sleep a little bit like and I'm learning it from this book right how how much it does affect your internal clock and such but I was already having like these kind of inklings of thoughts about it because then sometimes I would wake up in the middle of the night like maybe three 
or whatever. Sometime when it's still dark out and I'm not going to get out of bed, but I wouldn't be able to go back to sleep. I'd have like this slam of anxiety and whatever it would be, whatever, something crazy. Like when I die, I'll be so sad about my son. Like what, like something like that's like, I'm not at risk of dying right now that I know of, but like, you know, but like in the middle of the night, like this will make you stay awake, you know? All and of a sudden. it just came at a really good time. Cause I was like, okay. And I like had some instructions and I started trying it. And then one day, like right before I started reading it, I woke up really early in the morning and couldn't get back to sleep. And then like when my husband came in, he was like, Hey, like, like all happy and nice. And I'm like, ah! and I started like having a big cry about like, like a thousand anxieties that I was thinking about. Aww. Anyway. So I started going to bed earlier because of this book. And then one day I woke up at 4.30 when my husband was getting up. I got up with him. Like I was like, maybe I'll 5% fix then. And I got up and I brought the book out, but I ended up just like sitting with him and having a coffee and talking and it was nice. But like, I was like, I'll do this. Like I'll get up. And then I went back to bed from six till seven, <laughs> but it was the best sleep ever. Even after having a coffee from six till seven. And it was just like, I don't know, breaking something maybe like that routine, that negative. And how romantic. What a nice way to spend some unchild accompanied time of just well, like it was nice. getting ready. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Just I having know. a coffee together. Yeah. Because like he gets up that early because his job is one of those jobs that's super early. Yeah. He probably felt so like taken care of too. He did. He loved it. I'm he was, sure like, he it was nice it. to hang out with you. So I know. Was so it's so romantic. So are you gonna do it every morning? Then? Well, then I was. Like, and yeah. I mean, do it. Yeah, do it. Oh. <laughs> How did you know we did it? <laughs> I didn't even think that. <laughs> do it. Oh my we sat and had coffee. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> By coffee. Oh, that's what coffee means. Okay, now I understand. Now we get it. Coffee time. No wonder you slept so well. Yeah. <laughs> <Hot> after coffee, <laughs> coffee, I went back to sleep. Hot coffee. I'm smoking hot coffee. Oh, yeah. It was creamy coffee. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, now. Honestly, Kim. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I thought it was too far. <laughs> too far. Too far. Yeah, right. I know who I'm surrounded by. <laughs> Anyway, yes, Lindsay, I am seriously considering it. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but there's a bunch of things I want to do. But first I'm going to do really non-threatening, easy things like get up and be lazy. Like, so maybe I'll get up at five and read the books that we're supposed to read or whatever. Right. So I, I am seriously, I'm strongly considering it because I do, I don't know if I'm just really easily persuaded, but like after reading the book, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so like. We'll see. This I wouldn't mind being persuaded in this way. It seems healthy. It might be nice to do like days of the week. Like Monday is your day that you spend, I don't know, planning your week. I don't fucking know. Whatever is important to you. But like maybe Friday is your date morning with your husband. Like what a good yeah. choice of time if it makes your relationship stronger. Mm. Well, this was the other thing that I liked about the author always giving you like the flexibility to make it fit for you. She's like, you don't even have to do it every day. So then I was like, okay, maybe I'll just do it on Mondays and Tuesdays. Like, whatever. Like, you can make it. There's there's no excuse because for every excuse, yeah. she's just like, we'll just be a little more flexible. <laughs> right? Do it once a week or do it whenever or whatever. Yeah, I'm considering it. So I'm pre-contemplative right now. My husband's good at that because he, in order to get to work on time and how long it takes him to get ready, he could get up at 6, but he doesn't. He gets up at 5.30. And when we used to work together, I'm like, I just want to sleep as much as I can before I go to work. But he's like, I want to sit and just drink my coffee. 
before I go to work. It's the same with my husband. And for me, I just like maximum sleep is what I want because I like staying up late. So I don't know. And I, when my kids were babies and they used to sleep in, when they used to sleep more than nine hours a night, I would uh, get up with my husband when I wasn't working with him at leave and we'd have, I'd make him breakfast and we'd sit and have breakfast together. And it was so nice. But yeah, so I don't know. We could do that. And then when my daughter, my oldest daughter started uh, when she was a baby and she started sleeping, she went to bed at seven and uh, I would practice the piano and my husband would draw. And we would just, that's what we would do. And it was awesome. Oh, so nice. So cutie. So is that what gets you out of bed in the morning, Meredith? I don't think I could do morning. I can't focus on things in the morning because of the epilepsy. So mornings are very like me not moving very fast and trying to not focus on anything. Like reading would be really hard uh, for me in the morning, I think. If I don't get enough sleep, like Sarah knows, I had to go to the store to buy something and I hadn't gotten enough sleep the night before. And then I, uh, the flickering um, fluorescent lights, I have trouble focusing. Like I can't read things. <laughs> so mornings are hard for me. Um, but like my most productive time is when everyone's in bed, my husband's going to bed because he's got to get up for work. And I will do like, I could do a lot of work between like 10 PM and 2 AM. But then again, I don't get enough sleep. So. So what's the thing though? What gets you out of bed? More sleep? For me, sleep. <laughs> Another bed. More sleep. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be. The thing might be sleep. I don't know. We're going to find out. I mean, maybe though, that's the best 4% though, is that if this one, like that's her brain needs rest i don't know i think it's hard too like how do you choose yourself and then say well i just won't have my husband time today like if you have an hour without kids every day how do you choose and if you're going to get sleep and then you have to choose well today's not my husband day today will be my day and then tomorrow do you talk to my husband at night i don't know Something like that. I think that she argues that that's her whole point is why she's saying get up earlier. Not for yeah. you. Like maybe you go to bed later yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. the hour is for you. But it's not about having to sacrifice something you already have or do. It's about adding. That's why she's saying like get up at that time you don't think that you would want to get up at. Because that's, that, that's time that's unused or whatever. But it might not apply to you in the, in the, because of your sleep importance. I think that maybe if my husband and I just got better at like going to sleep at like 9 p.m. If we go to bed at 9 p.m., I can get enough sleep and then I yeah, can get up at 5 Yeah, I think you should do that. There you go. But sleeping at 9 p.m. is so hard when your kids have gone to bed at 8.30, right? Right. No, I, that's so me. Hard. That's me. Like I, I relate most to you, Mare, even yeah. everything you said, like Josh gets up early so that he can have time. Like he gets up earlier than he needs to, so he can do stuff. And that to me before reading this book is crazy. Like I will not even have a shower in the morning so that I can sleep longer. Like I'll move my showers to yeah. before bed, which I also don't like. Yeah. I still like showering, but anyway, uh, <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like I will push all things out of my morning so that like sleep can be the most and then roll out of bed with like 10 seconds, put something on and get in the car and start driving to coffee. And that kind of morning always makes me feel so flustered. What's everybody's ideal amount of sleep? Like, what would you, I like 10 hours. 10 hours is perfect for me. Eight, maybe. I'll deal with eight. Anything less and eight. See? Yeah, eight for me. I'll deal with eight. <laughs> I love that. I do six. I think I operate on six as well, but I don't think, I think it was causing my, like, anxiety attacks in the middle of the night. <laughs> like, that's why I started. You can do six? I'm like Schweitz. I like nine or ten. If I find that I get seven or eight, I, I'm groggy in the morning. Like, I just want more sleep then. 
So if I only get six, then I'm mm. more awake. Interesting. And this is why you're successful. <laughs> There's some theory that was going around about cycles of three. So you could have three hours sleep, six hours sleep, nine hours sleep, 12 hours sleep, and you would always feel good. And that's why a seven or an eight might, even though it's more than six, not leave you feeling as good as six. Oh, I've never heard that. But I don't know if it's been debunked or anything like that, but I've, I've heard theories of groups of three for sleeping. Something about a sleep cycle. That's how long it takes you to go through a sleep cycle. Yeah. Yeah. So Sarah, what's your get out of the bed in the morning? Uh, it's learning stuff. Like I've already, I'm doing it. So it's funny because I'm reading the book and it's great, but the book's more just going to reinforce who I am. I already do that stuff. Like right mm. now, because Masterclass gave me a free membership when we gave the membership yes. for free. Uh, I know. Oh, what are you taking? Right now I'm taking a course just like for entrepreneurs. Yeah. Who's your master? She's that girl that was in. Remember when we talked about... That show with uh, the Osborne lady that went badly. Sharon Osborne. Oh, uh, the the talk or yeah, she's on that show. I'm really bad with names like that. Anyway, she's on that show. She was the Junior Vogue editor, and yeah. Anyway, I'm taking that right now, and then I'm also taking that um, University of Alberta Indigenous studies course too oh, yeah sweet. so i'm already how's that it's really good oh good i want to do that really good yeah. they should just teach it in high school i think it's so good yeah so i'm doing that so i just wake up early is it aisha tyler i will maybe i should just let me just look amanda Clotes. hold on it is elaine wealthroth anyways so i'm taking master classes is the point and then the yeah so that's what gets in here about just learning stuff i just really like learning something new and all right cool though leah leah oh i've been trying to get up at five forever like forever forever like it's just a it's like an ongoing thing i'd like to use the time to do one hour of three in three parts like 20 minutes of walking 20 minutes of meditation 20 minutes of stretching to set myself up to be a little bit more even tempered throughout the day and to kind of have a one hour that's just for me and I fail at this a lot because I love sleep so much and ideally I would get easily 10 hours sleep a night and I love sleeping so much and it's so hard to wake up like I like sleeping so much but why don't you do it like she's saying like baby step it instead of being like because an hour is hard if your alarm goes off and you're like an hour forget it but if you're like okay I'm gonna do five five minutes of meditation five minutes of walking five minutes of whatever so that's 15 minutes yeah I guess that's true and then you can like go to bed 15 minutes early and then you can slowly creep it right Okay, I should do that. I've been, I'm generally a very all or nothing person, which is not ideal. It's like, if I'm drinking, I'm drinking all of it. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm smoking, I'm smoking the whole bag. This whole bag. (laughs) So I shouldn't. I was going to say pack. We know what kind of smoking. (laughs) Yeah, we know what you're smoking. (laughs) So I just like, I do need to do that in life. I'm either really good or really bad. So I, um, not that it's bad, you know. Have you started reading the book, Leah? Yeah, yeah, I did. I got, um, I actually really like the book. It just feels very, I feel very like uh, cut from the same cloth as this person. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Book Interrupted. If you'd like to see the video highlights from this episode, please go to our YouTube channel, Book Interrupted. 
You can also find our videos on www.bookinterrupted.com. Moments you can look forward to on next week's Book Interrupted. Can you guys come over right now and do my laundry? <laughs> I kind of a turkey neck anyway, but it was like swollen from here to here. It was like, I looked like a pelican. <laughs> I want to read this book a lot. Like, how bad is it? He drifted off to the zombie game <laughs> that Mare just taught me. But he gets up at 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. I joke that he's getting up at the middle of the night. I don't think they've slept in till <clears throat> seven since they were born. First step, set your alarm for five. And then she's mm -hmm. like, just kidding. I'm like, oh, thank God. Because like I was ready to be like, I'm not reading this book. Book interrupted. Never forget, every child matters.